Welcome to the Single Cell World, the podcast for scientists in which we disentangle single cell technology. Here, frustration and failure are transformed into clarity and understanding. I am Katia Moutinho, and in this podcast, I want to share with you my experience in single cell research. How? In the form of useful advices that you can use in the lab after each episode. Ready to learn? Let's start. Welcome to one more episode of the Single Cell World Podcast. Today we are live on Instagram and today is episode 32. Before I continue, let me tell you the goal of these live episodes. These live episodes is because I want to be closer to you, to interact more with you. I would love to know your questions, your doubts, your opinions, so feel free to participate, to share ideas. And today we will be talking about special, special transcriptomics, but about one specific category of methods that are the image-based methods. And I will stop here because I have people entering. Yes, okay. Hi there, welcome to everyone. As I was mentioning, today will be about the image-based methods. In episode 30, I already told you about special transcriptomics and also that there are a lot of technology but as you know i like to simplify and they can be divided in two main groups the image-based methods and the sequence-based methods in the first ones at the end we will have images to analyze in the second we will have sequences sequence of base pairs so let's go deeper in the image-based methods I'm, sometimes I'm looking here because I have my script just to be sure that I don't miss any information from the, the information that I want to share with you today. These methods, the image-based methods, are based in the standard method that maybe you already have heard or even you already have done in your life. Yes, I'm sure, well, I'm almost sure that you already need a spatial transcriptomics or a spatial Omics um, experiment at your lab. And this is FISH. FISH here stands for fluorescent in situ hybridization. And if you never heard about it, it's okay. I will explain. How does it work? Here we are talking about transcriptomics, RNA. So RNA FISH. And I will uh, explain to you how this works. But the DNA FISH, it's very similar. The only thing that changes is the way we design the probes. All the procedure is kind of similar. And the first question is, what is a probe? <laughs> Let's imagine then that we want to study the expression of gene A, and for that we'll study the mRNA. But more important, in which cells is gene A being expressed? Also, um, so in what type of cells, meaning in all the cells or just in the epithelial cells. Also, it will be amazing if we can detect the intracellular localization, meaning this gene is being expressed where? The mRNA is in the nucleus, is in the cytoplasm. So this is also uh, very important information that by the way, yes, we can know with fish, with standard fish. 
But how to localize, how will we localize this specific mRNA from that is being expressed from gene A? We will need to design something that will only recognize this specific mRNA. And this will be a probe. A probe is an oligo, a sequence of base pairs that are complementary to the mRNA that is being expressed by gene A. Let's give an example. If gene A mRNA has a sequence that is AGT, our probe will be TCA, okay, the complementary base pairs. And we can design one or more, more probes for the same mRNA transcript, okay, from, for the same gene. Or we can design, even if we are not interested only in gene A, uh, probes for Checking different genes, gene A, B, C. Okay. And in order to know after where are these probes localized in the tissue, what we will need? We will need to add a specific color. So these probes already come with the color. And this color is fluorescent. This is why we call fluorescent in situ hybridization. Because what will happen after is that we will have a layer of tissue, very, very thin, okay, biological tissue. And what we will do is to put these probes after, of course, we do a pre-treatment, we wash the tissue and we do certain, we incubate with certain reagents. After we'll put the probes on top, because the probes come in the liquid, on top of the tissue, and we will hybridize. Basically, we will incubate the, the tissue with our probes at a certain temperature. And the probes, since they are complementary to specific mRNA, let's keep talking about gene A. So these probes will be attached to the mRNA, specifically to the mRNA of gene A. And this is called the hybridization. If our cells or our tissue is not expressing gene A, what we will do next will be to wash wash our tissue. If they are not expressing uh, the tissue gene A, we will not detect any probes because the probes that we put there incubating, they will be all removed um, while we are washing. But if our tissue is expressing gene A, yes, we will detect after the fluorescent uh, signal and this will be detected using a fluorescent microscope. Okay, So this is the standard fish assay. And this is the basis for almost all, almost all, I don't, I don't dare to say all of them because there will be new technology coming in, for special transcriptomics, but nowadays is the base for almost all of them, uh, all the special transcriptomics at single cell resolution, okay, level, uh, yeah, RNA fish. But as any other technology, RNA fish, there are limitations. And the first one is the number of probes that we can use at once. Why? Because as I mentioned before, these probes, they have attached a fluorochrome, so we cannot use a lot of colors. There is no a lot of colors. So there are basic colors that after, and you will see these that I will explain, we can even combine, but in a normal standard fish, there are there is this limitation, the number of colors. Also, is not that we cannot uh, have 
a lot of colors. No, we are limited because the way we detect these fluorescent colors is the limitation, the microscopes. The fluorescent standard microscopes they cannot detect a lot of colors. Maximum, if it is like a wow, already very developed microscope, we can detect a maximum of eight colors, eight different colors. Okay, so here comes the limitation. Other limitation for fish is the microscopes again, but the resolution of the pictures that we take with them. So there is not a lot of resolution okay, if we use a standard fluorescent microscope. To overcome these limitations, because there was really the need for us to have information in the spatial context of a tissue, okay, the first thing that was described, uh, like, um, okay, we have fish, let's do something to overcome certain limitations. The first method that was described is what uh, we call the cyclic fish. Let's imagine that we do the fish experiment and after we acquire the images, what we will do? In the same tissue, we will remove the probes. This is called stripping. So we will remove all the probes and incubate with different ones. And we will do the image acquisition. These different ones, they can be different for different transcripts. Imagine that we have gene A, but we have different isoforms, like different transcripts of mRNA. So we can design probes against different transcripts or even against different genes. And we will acquire again the image. And we will do this in a lot of cycles, okay? Always hybridize, acquire the image, do the stripping again hybridize all these cycles, okay? Here, the limitation is that when we are doing the stripping, we are destroying a little bit the tissue. And after certain cycles, our tissue will be destroyed, okay? So we, we will not be able to reuse it anymore. And also, the less cycles, they will have um, not a very, very good signal, okay? So this is the limitation of the cyclic fish. And Again, to overcome the limitations, it was um, developed other kind of approach. And this is the barcoded fish. And what is this? Well, here uh, we will have special probes. They are only oligos, okay? They don't have attached any fluorochrome. We design our probes, oligos, and let's imagine that they are, well, they are double-sided. So in one side, they will be complementary to the transcript of mRNA that we are interested in studying. On the other, they will have a sequence that will be complementary to uh, other probe, okay, specific probe that will have a fluorochrome. So how it will work? It will work that the first thing that we have to have is the tissue, a very thin layer of tissue, and we will hybridize all the probes that we design. These are just oligos. And here we can go until 1,000 probes. Again, these probes can be de designed for 1,000 different genes or 1,000 where we have uh, a smaller number of genes because for each transcript, we can design more than one probe. So we will have our probes. And then what we will do is previously, 
we will say that our gene A will have a color that is red and green, okay? And the gene B will have blue and green. So this will be our what we will decide previously. After we have our probes of oligos incubated, we will start adding a probe with a color. So we will add first the green, then we will take the image, okay? Acquire the image. Then we will add the blue, we'll acquire the image. Then we'll have the red, acquire the image. Of course, at the end, our gene A, as I told you, it will be red, I think, and green. Will be, uh, when we acquire the image, we put everything like basically we integrate all this data, we will have really uh, probes or the color that will be red and green. So we will know that this is corresponded to gene A. And like this, we will not be destroying the tissue because here, uh, when we, we have oligos, we just have removed this second probe that is the one that has color. We don't have to remove the oligo probe that is attached to the tissue. So here, the destruction of the tissue will not happen. And at the end, we will be able to combine, um, we will be able to have different combinations of colors and give us the possibility to detect even more genes. Okay. So this is the barcoded fish. Then we have the in situ sequencing. What is this? This is a little bit more complex than the previous one, the, the fish and then the cyclic fish and barcoded fish. In situ sequencing is we will have two probes. We need to put two probes, okay, that will be tagging or will be uh, matching complementary to the mRNA that we are studying. And these two probes, only when they are the two, there will be after, we will do a PCR, and there will be the amplification of these two probes, like the ligation and amplification. And this amplification will be in circle, okay? Circular amplification. We will amplify the this mRNA, the, the region, okay? After what we will do is we will start putting base pairs that they have a color. For example, adenine. We will incubate with adenines. And if this region of the mRNA has adenines, there will be adenine going there, uh, will be stuck there, right? It will be complementary to the timines. And we'll have the red color. So after this, we'll acquire the image. Then we will put the timing. It will be, let's say, green. So these will be, again, if we have in the, the, the material that we amplify timings or adenines, that will be the complementary, sorry, we will have other color. And basically we will acquire uh, serial images after these incubations. At the end, we will know what we have in situ, that amplification, what was the, the sequence of base pairs that we had there. It's like we are sequencing in situ, in a specific region. So basically, these are the methods that are on the basis of the different technology of spatial transcriptomics. And again, now I'm seeing that a lot of you are joining. Don't worry, this will be recorded. Uh, but again, basically, is like if there was from the basis that was the fish, okay, RNA fish, 
there was an um, improvement to, and this improvement was done to overcome the limitations. So fish had limitations, like the number of genes that we were able to detect, also the type of microscopes that we were using, okay, in terms of resolution. Then we move to the cyclic fish. Here we were able to detect more genes because we were do doing cycles of incubations with different probes. But again, limitation here, we were destroying the tissue during the cycles because we incubate with probes, we remove the signal, we remove, we do a stripping, remove the probes, we incubate again, remove. So this removing the, the stripping will destroy the tissue. To overcome this, what was then probes that were just oligos, and then what was being removed was a second probe that was hybridizing with this oligo probe. And doing this, removing this second probe, allow us to keep the, the tissue intact, okay? And also allow us to put different combinations of colors, increasing the amount of genes detected. And finally, it was developed the in situ sequence. So in situ sequencing is give us the, the colors also like the previous one, okay? But also the base pairs that are constituting a certain region uh, that we are interested in here in the mRNA, okay? So this is the basic, um, basically the methods that are image-based methods and they are in the basis of spatial transcriptomics technology, image-based, because after there is other type of methods that are based on sequence. But these I will talk more um, in the, one of the next episodes of this podcast. So feel free to tell me if you are, if you have some questions, because again, these live episodes are more interactive. I want to, to know if you have questions, doubts, so just let me know. I will wait just a little bit. Okay. So if there are no questions, um, I hope there will be next uh, next time that I will be live on Instagram. So tell you that I announced the live episodes I'm doing on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and I announced it through um, social media. But also, if you are interested to know uh, previously, a lot of time previously, through the email. So I have a free newsletter that I always send weekly where I basically I send the last things, last in terms of technology, publications, webinars about single cell and spatial technology. So you can subscribe to that newsletter and you will also receive an email each month with um, live episodes, the topic and when they will happen. So yeah, feel free to subscribe to the newsletter. It's completely free. And yeah, it's everything for today. Thank you so much. And see you in the next week episode that will be about a specific technology. Ah, by the way, where can you listen to the podcast? The podcasts are available um, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Google Podcasts, so all the um, online platforms of podcasts, and it's called The Single Self World. So thank you so much, and see you in other episodes. Bye.
Thanks for listening to the Single Cell World podcast. If you think it was useful or you learned something new, please spend some seconds rating this podcast on Spotify or leaving a comment on Apple Podcasts. It will make me super, super happy. For more tips or advice, follow me in Instagram or Twitter at Single Cell World or simply subscribe our website or blog at www.thesinglecellworld.com. Well, I will wait for you next Monday with a new episode.